Today's episode of the Natural Habitat Podcast is brought to you by our YouTube channel. Go there, subscribe, like, comment. We're doing uploads for all of 2017, so be a part of the growth. Today is the first of many. That's right, today is something brand new. We are calling it Wrestling Wednesdays. You'll notice that today's a Wednesday. There's an episode coming out and you're like, hey, you guys don't usually drop episodes on Wednesdays. Well now, every once in a while, we do. These are Wrestling Wednesdays where we are gonna go back and enjoy professional wrestling from the 80s, from our childhoods. This is uh, the wrestling classic with Awesome Ty. I'm gonna give it to you real. Originally, this was supposed to be Awesome Ty's new show. He made it, we made the first one, nothing ever happened with it, and we loved the idea so much that we had to keep it going. So we started at the Wrestling Classic from 1985, and went on to WrestleMania 1, WrestleMania 2, on and on and on. So here is the Wrestling Classic with Awesome Ty. And then coming up in a few weeks, on a Wednesday, you will hear WrestleMania 1 full commentary. So if you're excited, then I'm glad. And if not, then I'm sorry. And that's how things work. All right? So let's get into it. Here we go. The Wrestling Classic with Awesome Ty. Three, two, one, go. <laughs> Three, two, one, go. <laughs> oh, you're talking to me. Yeah. I, I, I was like, it's weird. my bad. Take us away. Take it away. Three, two, one, go. <laughs> All right, we're here. Awesome tie, Mikey Booyah. What uh, up? What's your name? Um, what's your name, uh, sir? Fuck. Hold on, let me think about it. I'll get back to you. Oh shit. This happens every once in a while. Don't worry about it. All right, so we're about to jump into the wrestling classic, the first and little known WWF slash WWE pay-per-view ever presented. Ever? Ever presented, yes. It was the first one that they, they had on, you know, as a pay-per-view. I'm sure they had like big shows before that or whatever, but at this point, you know, pay-per-view was a brand new technology and this was their first foray into it. And it preceded, you know, the well-known WrestleMania one. Dang. So, yeah, let's jump into it and see what it's all about. So <clears throat> you guys might think less of me for this, but I always thought that WrestleMania went back way further than it did. Like, I assumed that, like, back in the early days of WrestleMania, like, Hulk Hogan wasn't even around yet. And it was like Andre the Giant fighting fucking nobodies and shit. But I was wrong. See, WrestleMania 1 was the year I was born, so WrestleMania has always coincided with how old I am. Okay. So, like, every year, you know, I could tell you what, what year WrestleMania is going to be just because I know, you know. When was, Res when was WrestleMania <laughs> 1? 86? You know how old you are, so yeah, you're like, yeah. WrestleMania yeah. 1 was 1985. 
1985? Yes. Dang. He's like, I know how old I am, so I know how old WrestleMania exactly. is. Exactly. WrestleMania 32. It's, it's worked up. out well, you know, Wait a minute. times. So you guys are like twins. Was it, yeah. was it rough growing up, like, when you went oh, down to, like... It was tough being in the shadow of WrestleMania. I mean, that's a lot to live up to. WrestleMania is, yeah. you know, worldwide popular, you know. I imagine, like, a lot of money. I imagine, like, Christmas morning. I, I've never made anywhere near that much money in my life, so... Tell, tell us about Christmas morning. You go down as a child. You and WrestleMania run down the stairs. Oh, yeah, yeah. There's, each other. there's, I mean, there's up to and including 80,000 presents, you know, for, for WrestleMania. And, you know, just a few for me. And it would always be like a like a little WWF ring WrestleMania is always getting to go to all kinds of cool places. Uh -huh. You know, I, I, I'm really just here. Has all the cool belts. Yep. You just got the money belt. And and it's slightly older than I am, so it's basically like, you know, the the, the cool big, big brother. Exactly. Yeah. Well, yeah, rubbing it in. It sucks, man. And I, you know, I'd really love to talk to you more on your show, but instead we're going to bring WrestleMania in. Okay, <laughs> 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 well, uh you ready to start this? It, it's been fun. Mm -hmm. Let's do this. The wrestling classic. We're going to provide some alternate commentary for you, so um Whoa, 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 you, whoa, 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 whoa. Alternative what? Alternative. Alternate. Oh. Alternate com uh, commentary. Alter alternative comedy. Yeah, we're going to break this into two parts. So um, this is going to be like the first hour or so. So check it out. And um, if you have access to this on like the WWE network or or if you can pirate it somewhere illegally on the Internet, I think it's up on... um. um one of those sites. Just Google the shit and look for it. You'll find it. So if you want to sync up the audio or whatever and watch along with us, that's probably how it's probably the only way any of this is going to make sense. So <laughs> if you don't do that, then I don't know. You should probably just turn the podcast off. Now. Yeah, we're just going to be yelling old wrestler names. Yeah. Which True. might actually be funny without proper context. True. So True. Maybe, maybe don't. Give it a shot either way. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm going to start this up. Anybody out there that wants to play with us, you will press play. In three, two, one, play. Fancy graphics here. Fuck yeah, look at that. Oh shit, lasers. That is 80s shit. <laughs> oh shit, lasers. Hey! The World Wrestling Federation presents WrestleVision. From the Rosemont Horizon in Chicago, Illinois, it's the Wrestling Classic. Tonight, a 16-man elimination tournament featuring Ricky Steamboat, Adrian Adonis, Tito Santana, Cowboy Bob Orton, Ivan Putzky, Randy Savage, the Junkyard <laughs> Dog, <laughs> Terry Funk, Paul Orndorff, Moondog Spot. So who do you guys like in this tournament? All of them. The British Bulldogs, <laughs> Davey Boy Smith and the Dynamite Kid, Nikolai Volkov hey, and the Iron awesome. Sheik. In yeah. The of the winner of the Rolls Royce Iron Sheik. Pretty much got the full roster. And the winner wins a Rolls Royce. And now Vince McMahon. Everyone and welcome to the beautiful Rosemont Horizon in the suburbs of the Windy City, Chicago. We are looking forward to yeah, packed house. To the 16-man Vinnie Mac, tournament, a, a young, slim Vinnie Mac, happening in the World Wrestling Federation. Notwithstanding that, also of course we'll announce tonight the winner of the still got the same hairpiece on, exact same. And from there, Hulk Hogan in his title defense against Rowdy Roddy Piper. With me at this moment, my colleague, indeed Lord Alfred Hayes along with Susan Waitkus and here we have 
This extraordinary tournament lineup. The drawing was held this afternoon. Who is this woman? I have no idea. It was, and Mean Gene Okerlund was on hand. Susan. I would suspect that the she looks like she's prepared to be married. Be <laughs> Might be a wedding. <laughs> Very strange outfit. Well, we know that yes. the wrestlers are the have you seen the Have you seen the side-by-side picture of how all the girls at raves now dress like the Ultimate Warrior? Like article for article, like they have the same danglies and like all that shit. It's so true now that I think about it. Even like the boots. Yeah. Yeah. It's wrestling gear that they're wearing. Like the fucking. For sure, the fucking trunks. All the way up on the board, Adrian Adonis is set to square off against Corporal Kirshner. That's the opening matchup. From there, in match two, Dynamite Kid to meet Nikolai Volkov. And then from there, Ivan Putsky in match three to square off against the macho man, Randy Savage. And look at what? this interesting draw, luck of the draw. Ricky the Dragon Steve What an interesting luck of the draw. In a scientific matchup. The Iron That's Sheep a scientific matchup. Watch out for that. Squaring off against Terry Funk. There again, a most interesting Terry setup. Funk. And uh -huh. Terry there, Funk is the shit on this. Meet the magnificent Morocco and Cowboy Bob Orton in the eighth match squaring off against Mr. Get Wonderful your leg out of the way, Orton. dumb bitch. This is going to be most yeah, interesting. I'm saying. Your only job is to point a stick. This afternoon, here are some of the highlights. Look at her fucking dumb face. She doesn't know where to look. She's on mad coke right now. Wow! Wow, dude! All right, Elizabeth, if you do the drawing for the Macho Man, Randy Savage. Ooh, oh yeah! Okay. Get a good one. This is some early well, Macho Man. This is when he first came into the WWF. He's like, he's like a caveman. Yeah, he does. <laughs> he looked and sounded like Captain Caveman. <laughs> he drew the or she drew the number for him, and then he didn't like it and yelled at her. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> All right, standing by will be you know that's her fault. In a few minutes, ladies and gentlemen. Indeed, everyone anticipating an extraordinary event. We are pleased to have with us, as a matter of fact, the president Somebody's of the Wrestling Federation. Let's take you now, joining. They all look like they're going to be in a wedding. I think there's going to be a wedding. They all look like they're too high on cocaine. <laughs> Everybody looks like, like just make eye contact with the camera. You don't need to shift your eyes all around. Jack Tunney. And Mr. WWF President. It's going to be a privilege for you to attend this spectacular event. What a pleasure to be here this evening. I'm just so excited about it. The World Wrestling Yeah, you look excited. To bring the best to the you and your multiple chins. Sports events, and tonight I think they've outdone themselves. It's just, just marvelous. Mr. Tunney, I've just got marvelous. to me, uh, take a moment of your time to elaborate on the fundamental rules of this 16-man elimination tournament. 16 of the best, by the way, exciting sure. in itself. For sure. The uh, the only rule actually you have to follow is the you must ah. win your match. So WWF president Jack Tunney in real life, he was a, a former um, wrestling promoter in Canada that Vince put out of business, and then he gave him a job like playing like a fictitious on-screen authority figure. Dang, for real? Yeah. Yep, that's that's Jack Tunney's deal. That's crazy. Yeah. And here's Vince McMahon just running shit, pretending to be an announcer. Just yeah, running these know. fucking little guy promoters out of the business at this point in time. Look at that jacket, yo. These two together are my favorite. All they do is talk shit to each other the entire time. They don't even like talk about the match ever. They're just like... It's I'm always talking shit. Like it is, as Jesse the body always does, and Chicago and the world get ready. 
a tremendous <laughs> happening right here. And you have Kanye glasses. Let's get the action going. Let's get this elimination tournament underway. Look at the ruffles on Gorilla's shirt. Pink ruffles popping off. Fuck yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the opening match of the first round of the wrestling. This is before they really even had entrance music. And before they had Rogaine, apparently. With a 10 minute time limit. Introducing first to my left, the manager. Rogaine doesn't work. Just cut that shit off already. <laughs> Rogaine doesn't work. And he represents from New York City, weighing 252 pounds, Adrian Adonis. Is this fucking Artie Lang's dad? <laughs> oh, I stand corrected. There's some Corporal entrance music. Kirshner's popping off with the entrance music right now, I think. Yeah, there you go. I was going to say, it ain't a hope. It ain't a true hope without his theme song. Yeah, this dude was like the knockoff Sergeant Slaughter after Sergeant Slaughter went to go do G.I. Joe. I know, right? Kershner, what a luck of the draw to start out with this tremendous matchup. Well, I'll tell you, Gorilla. Corporal Kershner. Well, I'll tell you, Gorilla. He's going to fucking punch him? It kind of looks similar. At least in, in face and... One boy's got the, the frosty tips, though. Yeah, they're both from like rival greaser gangs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. They both look like they're from like, like 1970s Brooklyn. They both yeah. were extras on the Warriors. They got the dangly cross earring. Oh, look at that. He's bumped up again, Jess. <laughs> <laughs> that was a delayed visual on the cross earring. Yeah, Look at them belly shorts. Be like, stop yelling in my fucking ear with that blowhorn, bro. I would be mad as shit. <laughs> Goddamn belly shorts. What the hell? With the belly shorts. Gotta keep it in there, man. Hey. Look at that. <laughs> Is he wearing knee-high so striped socks or are those part of his boots? <laughs> the distinction is not there for me. I can't tell. They're socks, I think, because one of them's getting tucked down. It's like tuck those into your boot. In the first elimination round, there are one fall, ten minute time limits. Ten minute time limits, so that means you can't be messing about. Can't be messing about. Absolutely not. If there's no winner, both men are eliminated. Absolutely. You must be victorious. In order to proceed so, further in the tournament. In theory, these guys have the advantage because their match is first, so the so the winner's gonna have the most time to rest before the, the next round. This yep. This guy in the camo looks like the scary so cab driver from Home Alone. He looks like one of the dead guys from Ghostbusters. In the opening matchup in this Spectacular 16-man elimination. Take him out. God damn. He's going to rip his fucking head off. So there's not too much to this match, is there? I mean, they're just kind of sitting there catching a headlock, like, like chilling. Uh-huh. Well, the guy with the belly shorts doesn't look like he can handle too much action. Yeah, after 45 seconds, he was blown the fuck out. Oh, shit. Oh, the big slam. 
That was the that was the big spot of the match, I God think. Damn, I love that jacket. See? And the tie. Look at him. You have to give him one minute of resting time laying on the ground if you were gonna expect him to throw you over his shoulder. Guts personified. I'm gonna give him another ten seconds and he's gonna have to rest again. But right now on the receiving end. From the Brooklyn, Adrian Adonis with an elbow oh, right into the esophagus area. Big elbow <laughs> right the area, the esophagus area. Snap uh, takes the youngster over. He's going to make him punish him a little bit here, Jess. Oh, right back to that headlock. I think the corp will be more pleased jumping out of an airplane yelling airborne than he would tangling with Adonis at this point. <laughs> well, at least you jump, you jump out of the airplane. You know exactly where you're going and who's going to beat him. What the fuck? They call me Terry's best. I love it. I love Jesse Ventura so much. Man, I'm like, I'm deep in fucking nostalgia right now. This is my favorite. Oh, shit. That was a fast count. Yeah, that was bullshit. What kind of fucking count was that? Paid for. It was paid for. And look at that shady looking ref. That ref looks like he's in with the fucking like bookies or something. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, yeah. Look at some look sort at of that. some sort of illegal gambling. Look at that jacket and tie. That shit is pimping. What, his tiger jacket? Yeah, look at that. That is fly as fuck. You could sell all this gear in like retro stores today for fucking hundreds of dollars. I would never sell it. I'll wear that shit every week. So apparently Lex Luger was on Hardcore Pawn selling all of his in-ring gear. Did you see that? He sold it all for charity at a pawn shop in Detroit. Right now, you can buy on eBay for $9,000 um, all of the Ultimate Warriors SummerSlam 1990 gear, like his trunks, his his tassels, his knee pads, and all, like his whole ensemble or whatever. If you bought it, would you wear it? To a rave? I, I would wear it, yes. <laughs> I like how you, like, authentically thought about that before you answered. And I believe you. I believe you would. Maybe not the trunks, but I would at least put on the fucking tassels and shit. You know, I mean, running around without a shirt. <laughs> Grab the ropes and fucking shake their shit. I would have no, found some ropes to shake. Yeah. yeah. Me and Gene Okerlund over the course of like 50 years. He looks ex pretty much exactly the same still today. Whereas like, you know. You look at Bobby the Brain Heenan and it's... Yeah, let's not talk about Bobby Heenan. Right now, since I don't know who, because I am rewriting wrestling and I'm going to rewrite it tonight because I'm definitely going to come out with victorious. Jimmy Hart and the man myself, we are no Donnelly Gene. The winners. Well, I'll tell you what, gentlemen, this is only the beginning. This is the opening round. We've got the this guy's going to go have a heart attack in the back real quick. Yeah. Jimmy Hart uh, is Conor McGregor's fashion manager. <laughs> there were a lot more opportunities for like a middle-aged overweight man in wrestling than there are, you know. From now, yeah. seems like in 1985. It seems like each match has one. Dynamite Kid looks like Chris Benoit's dad. Boom, middle-aged, overweight man. Mm -hmm. He's Russian, bro. He's fucking commie. He's a fucking commie. I don't even like him on my screen. <laughs> He's going to drop some bombs right now, bro. 
Yes. <coughs> Should we all stand? <laughs> stand I guess I guess the you know you listeners can't can't really see that, but I'm standing for the, the Russian national anthem right now. Or at least I was. We all are. And I got a mic right on my dick when I do it. Honest to goodness. You gotta have his legs spread apart. <laughs> like like he does. Spread apart legs. <laughs> oh, right in the face. Ooh, got him. Off the top. Cover, pan him. One, two, three. Oh! 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 It's already over. It's over. America. <laughs> Damn it. We all stood at attention for his ass and everything. He didn't even survive the pin. Look at all those Americans that are just so happy. Like a 16-man tournament plus like a main event in a two-and-a-half-hour pay-per-view. That had to be the first immediate pin loss ever. There you see Volkov. He's finishing his singing of the anthem. I don't know if the bell is rung or not. Apparently, on WWF pay-per-view, it sure is. My God, man, just a huge drop kick and then one, two, three. Nikolai Volkov. I mean, really, you couldn't kick out. I, I he just caught him off guard and he didn't realize that the bell had rung. He was being attacked, you know, before the match and. Uh, you know, assuming the ref would put a stop to it, but nope, not gonna happen. Not gonna happen. It was official. Done. Uh, goes how flimsy that ring is mm -hmm. compared to like one stop. That shit looks like somebody can fall through that motherfucker. Yeah, I remember. Uh, who's like, who's notorious for having horrible rings? Is Randy Savage talk? I think this might be. You know. All right. It's, it's Randy Savage. That was a, a reasonably coherent promo from Randy Savage when you think about like some of the shit he'll go on to say in the yeah. future. He didn't want to waste any of his energy. I think the Ultimate Warriors were the best. Oh, absolutely. He was in fucking outer space every single time. <laughs> Come down we, from the As stars. we continue this series, um, we'll, we'll definitely get into some Ultimate Warrior promos, and I look forward to that. Hell yeah. 
Elizabeth. This like like this made the graduation music cool as a kid. Uh -huh. You know what I mean? Like like I was always hyped to hear it at school and shit when when I when it came on because of the Macho Man. Fuck yeah! Like the school band is playing the Macho Man Randy Savage yeah, exactly. music. Yeah, that's a fly ass robe. Yeah, Savage across the back. I think uh, you have no be jealous. Yeah. The beautiful, lovely Elizabeth holding the ring ropes open for this man, Randy Savage, the Macho Man. And what a hey, is it just me or does Gorilla Monsoon sound like a really bitter hater? <laughs> I'm kind of catching that a little bit. <laughs> I, I, I like see a lot of salt. So Macho Man has had Elizabeth's brains, his own, as well as Jesse the Body Ventura's tutelage to get him through this. He's got like the double aviator glasses. Jesse Ventura had to make sure he said his whole name. His own whole name. Tremendous record here every time he must include the body every time I'm sure you do does he know where he is right now he looks kind of confused <laughs> yeah savage is coked out of his mind he's trying to pull the covers down come over check him out what and elizabeth is still in the ring jess a smart strategy you go right to the outside avoid your opponent and then catch him by surprise you know like the heel the, the bad guys the heels they always really you know were the smart ones mm -hmm. hey you know the toys the action figures was what he's wearing right now yeah yeah the, the, the fucking big hard ones that you couldn't move yeah with the fucking three stars on the front and everything yeah. that's the exact uniform yeah this is like his classic look right here Holy shit, Jay. Well, the Macho Man, obviously, with the upper hand as far as speed is concerned, and Ivan would have a I feel like I'm nine years old right now. I know. Oh. Oh. He fucking spit in his face. Oh, he's mad. get me in the headlock, punk. God, look how ripped that guy is. He looks like 50 years old. Yes, he he's got to be like he's like he's like from the seventies. Ivan, yeah. Look at him; he looks like fifty, but yoked as fuck. Steroids will do that. It's gonna be a recurring thing on this segment is is steroid use because hey, we're gonna we're gonna see a lot of it. I think it's gonna be rampant over the the course of the, the series. Steroid and cocaine use. Yeah. You ever notice how like past generations always looked old, even when they were young? Yeah. Yeah, I, I think I've probably noticed that. From I think I, I think it's just because in our generation we look at ourselves and we look at our friends, and it's hard to see ourselves getting older. You know what I mean? Like I look at you guys, and you guys are just big kids, but I'm sure to like a 16-year-old, we all look like adults. 
Yeah, yeah most definitely, but I just feel like a lot of these motherfuckers looked really old already. Yeah. <laughs> Even when they were young. And then now look at him, like, Hulk hasn't changed literally in like 30 years. Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's always been old, kind of, you know what I mean? Like he, I'm pretty sure he's made out of leather, though. And leather, you know, is, is yeah, I get it. the test of time. He's not made of leather. He had his skin replaced with leather. Oh, All right? of course, of course. It's an elective surgery. Excuse my phrase. I just want to make sure you get the facts right. But man, he looks like... taking it too savage here, man. He's like, throwing him around. Hulk's going to come out later, and he's already balding. <laughs> yeah. And this, is, and this is before WrestleMania 1. So if the motherfucker's been old his whole life... <laughs> what? That's crazy, right? <laughs> Maybe he's immortal. Maybe he is. Maybe he's like Hercules or something. I know he's a rich motherfucker. I feel like this is like, like you know, like an Italian dad beating the shit out of his daughter's boyfriend or some shit. That's what that's what Isaac looks like to me. What a crazy pin! You see that? Yeah, he cheated. He did did Putski pin him or did it happen? Macho Man one. All right, fucking a. He had his feet up on the ropes and the ref didn't see it. But Macho Man's always been a cheater. Yeah, he fucking. That's, I mean, that's smart wrestling, man. And like, you know, if this shit were real, like, that's that's how I would wrestle. If you, you, ain't, know what I mean? you ain't trying. Yeah, you got to be pulling shit out from underneath the ring and throwing all kinds of foreign objects in their eyes and shit. Let's go back. I'm most interested to take a look at this video tape. Just watch. Here you can see Paduski not not even. Yeah, swoops that leg. Just kicking the Macho Man. Macho Man reaches in, grabs that leg, gets Putski on his back, holds him down. Referee down in there. One. It's just leverage. That's just leverage. I mean, you know, if the ref doesn't see it, then, you know, it, it's perfectly legal. So. Yeah, and are your legs allowed to be on the rope as long as whoever you're pinning's legs aren't on the rope? Your legs aren't supposed to be on the rope. No. They can put their legs on the rope and that'll, that'll like, you know, get them out of the pin. But, but hey, he made the call. One, two, three, pin. Yep, it's, you know, there's no, there's no instant replay in wrestling, baby. Yeah, it's not football. We're not going to amend this. You lost, fool. It's the number one bullshit. I just heard him say that he's going to take his shirt off. Okay, here we go. I got this. I got this. He's upset because he feels like he was robbed because he didn't even get to take his shirt off. Or the uh, bell ring, and then all of a sudden it was one, two, three, pin, you're done. I mean, it was, it did seem a little bit unfair. <laughs> I speak, I speak fluent Russian. So. I didn't hear a bell ring personally. Neither did I. I mean, he's singing a beautiful rendition of the Russian national anthem. We were all, we were all standing. with that. Then all of a sudden he comes out of nowhere with a drop kick. How is that fair? You see the way old Vinnie Mac is holding that microphone? Like a boss? No, I'm very suspect. Like a dick? <laughs> Sounds like the bitches love Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. That was all females cheering. Hey, I love Ricky the Dragon. Ooh. British Bulldog here, a young British Bulldog. Davy Boy Smith. Davey Boy. 
personified. Yeah, maybe so. Oh, you know what's going to happen right here? I hope they shook on it. It's going to be a lockup and then a slam on the back. This will probably be the best match on the show, I'm guessing. Like the best, like, you know, like actual wrestling match. I'll be surprised, Jess. I'll be surprised. Both men of extremely high character. Another just goes and grabs the headlock. That's how they did it back in the day, I guess. You know, like grab a headlock and then we'll we'll plan the next ten moves or whatever. Yep. <laughs> you talk it out in the headlock. Flippy doodle. You go. All right, man. Put him in the headlock and you go. I'm gonna give you a little flippy doodle. We're gonna go around armbar, uh, and then we'll then we'll go from there. We'll talk then. Oh. Referee out of position there, as Steamer's shoulders were down. Look at that bridge. <coughs> oh, a, this is a gymnast. Yeah, this is very choreographed. Heavy on the choreography. They're like, it's going to be beautiful. Hey, stop trying to ruin it. <laughs> hey, what are you talking about, Mikey? <laughs> Dang, did you see that ring catapult him when he slammed him? Mm -hmm. Holy shit. Oh, yeah. I was going to say it earlier. One of the worst rings ever is the JCW ring. I don't know if you guys have ever seen any of the JCW tapes. I used to watch the, the old ones. There was one where the fucking, there was a hole that somebody blew in the ring with their leg. And they just wrestled around the hole for the rest of the event. That is like the most dangerous thing you could do. And they're like, yeah, just move around it. It's fine. One of the fucking ropes broke. No big deal. We got two more. So this is professional compared to that. Oh. Uh, Gorilla Plus Slam, baby! Oh! Dang. Did I hear glass break? I heard, Did you see I how I slow that ref counted that time? That's the same motherfucking ref from that first match. Yeah. He looks like a young, like a young Joey Diaz. This old motherfucker has no concept of an accurate pin count. <laughs> we have no tolerance for that kind of bullshit on unsolicited opinions. Jesus. My goodness. Off the ropes. Oh, the knees up. oh, not the knees. Absolutely nothing wrong with that. In fact, very smart on the part of Davey Boy. Beautiful drop kick. Beautiful drop kick. God damn, do you hear how loud that is? And another one. Boy, what a hard-fought battle this wow. is. Look out. Oh, Davey Boy went to the wall. Jesus. He got all fucking wrapped up in those fucking ropes. Over. He's like, hey, buddy, are you okay? I love you, man. Conceded the match and gave it to... Say, oh, hurt my Tremendous amount of pain. Take a look at the look on his face. He's like, here, let me massage it for yeah. you. Yeah. <laughs> let me get right up on you, bro. Here, look, I'm going to lay on you. I'm going to hold you. It's going to be great. If he ain't bleeding, he's all right. It kind of looks like a rape out of context. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> you can't really see what's going on down there. I just see a guy screaming. That's bullshit. 
Steve Ball certainly didn't want to win that match in that particular manner. In fact, oh, don't yeah, right. I'll take it any way you can get it. Yeah. <laughs> Look at him raise his arm like he did something. Yeah. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> Look at this. Textbook suplex. Beautiful, beautiful suplex right there. Steamboat going in for a move. Oh, my. That was a big knee. That was almost a match changer right there. But no. Oh. Now, if playing video games has taught me anything, is that you don't want to do the drop kicks three times in a row because the, the opponent's more likely to reverse it. And then, oh, it's balls. It seems to be true. Oh, shit. Mean Gene's talking really slow on this. I noticed. Isn't he always like, Iron Sheik? I think I hear his camel clutch. Now, this might be a hot take here, but I feel like in 2017, if you were to have like an African-American person in chains as like a thing regularly, I think that would, you know, draw some criticism. Yeah, I think there would be some upset people. Quentin Tarantino ruined that for us. There's probably nobody complaining. Everybody fucking loves Junkyard Dog. Yeah, it wasn't a thing. It just shows how our times have changed and what's acceptable uh, for this and what isn't. This is your kind of town. You heard Social commentary isn't the only kind of type of commentary you're getting today. <laughs> that's the case for you. Have you heard, uh, that reminds me, have you heard of Quentin Tarantino's black voice? So Quentin Tarantino does this thing when he's talking every once in a while where he gets extremely uh black he starts talking black he'll be like yo what's up dog and then everyone's like wait a minute what are you doing and then he's like yeah man what i'm saying is uh i was just trying to make this movie right you know what i mean and then like the next day he'll be like i was just really just trying to you know express myself artistically and then he'll be in another thing for like bet and he'll be like yeah what's up son it's a real thing that is a real thing out of the Check arena. that out. Let's go back <laughs> Do to it. Ringside and Jesse, the Body Ventura, and Thank you, Gene. Let's go up to ringside right now. This next first round matchup is scheduled for one fall with a 10 minute time limit. Two that appears to be Iron Sheik. That's yet another middle aged, overweight man. Uh huh. Oh, I, th I thought that was a spirit. <laughs> the Iron Sheik. Oh, yeah? Dude, I still follow Iron Sheik on, tw on Twitter and Facebook. The Iron Sheik's hilarious on Twitter. Yeah, he's the shit. He goes, fuck you Monday, jabroni, and then that's it. <laughs> yeah, he popularized the term jabroni, not the rock. Uh-huh. Bo! JYD has dope ass music. It's called like "Grab Them Cakes." <laughs> that guy was not it's a fan. Like, it's got like a like a rap dance that you know instructs you to do things, which is always Grab fun. Grab the cakes. Now make that cake. Get that cake. Is that how it went? Something like that. <laughs> Could you know? Do the leprechaun. Get your werewolf on. Oh yeah, this is oh. where I got that though. Is it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, the the cakes part for sure. Sheik now using his sarong or whatever he calls it. Or whatever he calls it. 
Jesus. Choke his ass. A whole lot of things involved with See, like if the referee's gonna let you get away with that, then fuck it. Why not choke him with your with your turban or whatever that thing's called? Whatever. <laughs> whatever you call thing. Nope. Your your, your Islamic headpiece. It is called a Christian shawl. Look at his elf shoes. It's my favorite part. <laughs> They're even fucking red and green like Christmas. Like, why doesn't he just kick people with that? Yeah. Like, I mean, I figure, like, that would end the match pretty quickly, if, at least if the things are sharp. Maybe he does. I don't know. He kissed him. Did you see that? <laughs> I believe that was a headbutt. That was a fucking kiss. <laughs> he hit his head so soft. He's like... He's selling it like he had a bottle broken over his head or some <laughs> shit. It definitely didn't hurt you that much. Oh, he missed! Damn! He missed with the headbutt! He headbutted the camera. Yeah. <laughs> like a rock. <laughs> Uh-oh, camel clutch time. Oh. Oh! Camel clutch. Yeah. wrestling hold of them all. I think it is. I used to do this shit on my little brothers. Yeah, I think it, I think it really was. It's like a lazy boy recliner. He's done. He's done. Nobody escapes the dreaded camel clutch. He's making a new pussy in his back. <laughs> oh, he's out. He fucking put him to sleep? Now flip him over, you dumbass. The Iron Sheik is scary, dude. Look at how big that guy is. <laughs> He is not a middle-aged fat man. That is all muscle. He was a, a legitimate Olympic wrestler for. He's Iraq. like he's like when you take like a steak and you wrap it in bacon. Only the bacon is muscle, and it's just like triple wrapped on the fucking iron sheet. Look at that guy. He's scary as fuck. These bullshit headbutts. Adam Sheik's out. Junkyard Dog loves those fucking head kisses. That's exactly what happened. I believe Sheik defeated himself. There. Gotta have a convincing looking finisher. You know what I mean? Like that, that was just That was a bullshit. I'm not cool with that, JYD. Terry Funk's the man on this show. Terry Funk moments away. You and one of the cowboy. That's exactly right, but do you know that what I want? Do you know what I want? Is I want a chance at the world's heavyweight champion. That's what I So this is what happened to Charlie from Young Guns. 
You know what I want? I want the jacket. <laughs> I want a jacket. You know Give it's a belt. You know it's a belt, right? That you want? No, I don't want a belt. <laughs> nope. Want the jacket. I want the jacket. I'm fucking Tiger Woods, y'all. <laughs> Shooting McGavin in the Tiger Stripes. Give me my jacket. How smart I am. A big surprise, baby. A big surprise, aren't we, Jerry? Hulk Hogan. Anybody, bring them all on, baby. You're seeing the next world champion. Show them what it's going to be like, baby. Junkyard dog, you. Anybody, baby. Anybody, bring them all on. The Spitz is chewing baby. tobacco straight That's into the nasty. camera lens. Ladies and gentlemen. Terry Funk doesn't give a fuck, man. He doesn't give a single fuck. Once again, Howard Finkel for the formal introduction. This event is scheduled for one fall with a 10-minute time limit. To my left, from parts unknown, weighing 293 pounds. Parts unknown. They they really uh, they really did this a lot. Yeah, and they schooled it with it. Yeah, always bringing people from around the world. Parts unknown and shit. Look at how creepy that dude is. Now watch the player shit that Terry Funk attempts to do in this match. How many foreigners have we seen so far? We saw the Iron Sheet. Saw the Russian guy. Moondog Spot, another middle-aged overweight man. <laughs> this guy, who I think is this they, guy now? I think they both count as middle-aged watch, overweight men. Watch what Terry Funk does here, though. He doesn't want to wrestle Moondog Spot. Do you want to wrestle Terry Funk? I hope not. <coughs> then, why don't we both just leave the ring and settle for a draw? Me and you. I'll walk over here and I'll step out of the ring. You step out of the ring. That's fair enough. And we'll both saying, for why don't we both leave the ring and make this thing a draw? They'll both be eliminated if that happens. Why on earth? He's going to hold the rope open here for a Moondog Spot, who said he didn't want to wrestle him either. Now he wants <laughs> Spotty, no dummy. He wants Terry to go first. Oh, definitely. You know, there. I don't think nobody's going to be outsmarted that way. Referee called for the bell to start the match. Now he's starting to count. He's laying the count on both of them. If they both go back to the dressing room. Oh, look at that. Double cross. <laughs> by the man from the double cross range, Terry Funk. <laughs> he fucking got him. <laughs> like, come here, you little bastard. went back to get him. The count is still going on. And now Spotty shot into the ring. He ran into the, I think Spot's going to be the winner, Jess. What? Yes! <laughs> That's the what you get. Backfire. That's what you get, motherfucker. The ultimate backfire. I love it. I love it. Ow! Oh, now he's going to beat his ass just, just for principle. He's wearing leather chaps this whole time. Run, Spot, run. <coughs> I can't really stress it enough that, that people trying to watch and sync up this this shit with the podcast is fundamental because you really need to see what all these people are wearing to get like a full a full grasp of the times. Or just I mean? or just as you as you listen, just Google you know the name and just be like the wrestling. What what is this called? The wrestling classic. The wrestling classic. 
and then add the name of whatever wrestler we're talking about, and I'm sure that you'll get a screenshot or something. Yeah, absolutely. Moondog Spot's creepy. Moondog Spot looks like he's falling on hard times, man. Yeah, he's not doing great. Moondog Spot looks like Mickey Rourke's character in The Wrestler. Middle-aged, overweight man. <laughs> Look at him. Did we see this guy already? No. <laughs> at least, <laughs> at least this guy can. At least this guy can look at the camera with one of his eyes. He went, he went, he went backstage and cut his hair, and now he's back up. Yeah. These guys all look like somebody's like Italian dad. Hold on. What you know what I'm talking? Mr. Fuji's got a really good sense of humor, you know. He's always laughing about things. He can really find, you know, like a humor in the little things. My question is, that makes him a bad guy. You know what I mean? I love him. He's like one of the best characters. Yeah, but my question is, what does the grandpa from Three Ninjas have to do with wrestling? <laughs> this whole episode has just been what people look like. Look at that shirt he's wearing. That's an awesome shirt. Right, well, Fuck yeah. Hey, it's got like a wave on it, and I think it has the name of a place. Morocco. Oh, it's his, it's his last name. Turn up a little bit. I think it has the name of a place. Thank you very much, Mr. Fuji. And Don Morocco, moments away from squaring off against Tito Santana. Let's go back to ringside. Thank you, gentlemen. This next event is scheduled for one fall with a 10-minute time limit. Wait, is this a different arena? That's the same one. Rosemont Horizon in Chicago. Intercontinental heavyweight champion Tito Santana. Do you guys remember when Tito Santana becomes like a um, a Spanish matador bullfighter as his gimmick later in his career? Yeah, I do not. Well, there goes that sweet-ass shirt. People really got to hang on to their old clothes because you're going to be able to sell them bitches to a vintage dealer someday. Even ripped up like that, Well, I mean, he's all fat and overweight, so you can't really get it off. Getting it on is one thing, but you're not going to get it off without ripping it anyway, so you might as well. That's why you got to hire a shirt attendant. Yeah, yeah, somebody should pick it up off the ground, sew it up real quick, and then be like a shirt that was ripped off by a wrestler. Boom. Fixed up so you can still wear it. What did that ref do? <laughs> Is it that same ref? That ref is throwing out gang signs? No, it's a new one. That would never happen. Looks like they switched out the refs because that first one was uh, a little bit biased. Clearly he was. His timing with his counts was all off. Yeah, this is look like they're clinging on to life. Check him out. 
Sunset flip over the top. Doesn't oh. have the arm. Oh. His legs weren't quite long enough just to get up there and hook that arm. That's yeah, that ref looks like he's going to break his hand fucking slapping it on the mat like that. Oh, backslide coming up. Morocco very close to the ropes. Turned out of it. Why are you wasting time just like, what is he doing? Yeah. He's like doing like a little dance instead of hitting the guy. <laughs> oh, I'm getting ready to hit you good. Uh -huh. Oh, it's coming up. <laughs> Where's it coming from? Oh. That looked like it might have hurt a little bit. <laughs> Red, white, and blue ring. Whoa, kick right to the face. Right on the schnozzola. <laughs> right on the schnozzola. Coach, <laughs> 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 she goes not <laughs> Jesse Ventura is the greatest. Uniquely Pretty got fresh. inside that ring right now. The former Intercontinental Heavyweight Champion and the current Intercontinental Heavyweight Absolutely Champion. Absolutely, right. As you said before, there's no title on the line in this tournament. It's just strictly the classic. Is it? And the Tito Santana's trunks? As well yeah. as the money. Well, it's very yeah, it is. <laughs> maybe it's a flying saucer. Yeah. There's two guys you're looking at right now. Or maybe it's a plate of spaghetti. Saturn. It could be Saturn, too. Beautiful move on Morocco's part to get out of that hole. It could also be an ashtray filled with orange peels. It could be a lot of things. I have to really say, for some oxygen I have here. to say, Fuji definitely has the magnificent one prepared for this tournament. Well, I have to say it. It's true. The devious one. What's up with wrestlers in this day, like letting their socks pop out of their boots like that, man? I'm not. It just looks sloppy to me. Everybody has it though. Yeah, look, Mor Morocco's got like one sock out, one sock in kind of thing going on. I think back then it was probably because the boots were still shit, and if you didn't, you'd probably get a rash. That's true. You know, you know boot on skin will fuck you up. That's good thinking, man. It's probably all rough at the top. Yeah, I'm sure eventually the boots just got better. What? What are you... What just happened? Yeah. It's a, it's a reverse pen. What is this gorilla monster? <laughs> what the? But he realized that Tito had his foot over the bottom rope and said the action would continue. Well, I don't know. I think Don Morocco has a valid Morocco argument here. Obviously he didn't because he got caught in that small package. That in is a cheap, cheap pinfall gorilla. I agree. I agree, Jesse. <laughs> I like how even Jesse Ventura was like, what is happening? Monsoon. Hey, That's some bullshit. Really hey, I hope you feel good about yourself, Tito Santana. That was a win. Don't don't hate the player. Hate the game. We couldn't see it on our monitor, Jess, but Tito's left leg was over the bottom ropes. The referee saw it. He sure but, didn't inform Morocco of that fact. Morocco considers himself the winner right there. 
It doesn't seem fair considering the shit that happened with the Randy Savage match. Yeah. You didn't see it. Maybe that's why they brought in a different ref. He didn't see it, and whoever uh, was getting pinned didn't see it either. Yeah, but I mean, like, the three count should be official, you know what I mean? There's no going back after the three count. Quote, men directly involved in the 16-man elimination. That's right. You know, uh, just because they're not here, that doesn't mean we're not watching from some vantage point. I'm always scouting. I'm always looking for new Bobby Heenan with the fly-ass powder blue important. members only jacket. I'll tell you something right now. The creme the de la creme of hey, the I, chain choker. I think we were looking at it wrong. Tito, Tito was the one getting pinned. What have I told you about and that word Tito reason? was the one that now, had his foot on the rope, yeah. which, which makes the pin invalid. I'm here tonight for one reason. When, when you're the pin, you get your foot on the rope, the pin is canceled out. Yeah, but last time, Macho Man had his foot on the rope, but he, he was, was pinning. The one pinning. Yeah. <laughs> Does he know where the camera is? Why is he looking over to the side? <laughs> He's like over here. <laughs> He's looking out for Paul Orndorff, man. Like, you know, He's he's insulting a man that was clearly, you know, destroy him physically. He's probably worried about the guy. Yeah, I'm just looking around constantly. He's like, I just called him a punk. Like, I should probably, uh, probably watch out. <laughs> It's cue cards. They're reading it. Weighing 248 pounds. Cowboy. Oh. That's Randy Orton's dad? Yep. Fuck Randy Orton. Why are you so hostile, bro? What did he do to you? He made me. I stopped watching wrestling because of that fuck boy. <laughs> but what did he do to you? He pinned me and I had my foot on the rope. <laughs> And another fantastic pick of the draw here, Jess. Oh, yeah, there's no love. I think I was already, I already stopped watching wrestling before he entered Orndorf, the picture. Orndorf with 50,000 big ones of Bobby Heenan's money riding on his head. Yeah, I stopped when the Undertaker turned into a biker. And then I, I would be went back like a couple years later and started watching for like a few months and getting invested into like Monday Night Raw and shit. And then Randy Orton. Fucking, I hated him. And you're supposed to hate people like that. That's the whole point. I've, I've like always followed it, but like, you know, I'll have my stints where like I don't really like actively watch it. But you know, like I'll read about it. I just couldn't. At least keep up with what's happening slightly. Yeah. It was like the time that I was going back to it, Randy Orton was like in his rise. And nobody could beat him, and he was just an asshole. And fucking always a piece of shit. And I was just like, somebody kicked the shit out of this guy so I could watch it, and it never happened. So I got done. I got done. <laughs> Whatever the fuck that means. Gotta love these rest holds. <laughs> As Ace catches him coming back with a nice side headlock, takes him over. Oh, head Orton. scissors gets him out in a hurry. Can't pull a hair on that head scissors. You catch that gorilla? Oh. No, I did not. Yeah, I did. Back to the wrist lock. But it makes sense, I guess, because that man clearly has an injured wrist. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
He has a cast on it. Which I think that's like a trademark thing for him. I think he always has a cast on. His arm's like permanently broken. <laughs> Plus it's like, what the hell is that cast really doing? That's supposedly injured. Yeah, he's definitely supposedly injured. Because <laughs> it's like, I'm not a doctor, but I'm pretty sure that if you have a cast that's like from below your elbow to above your wrist, that it's not going to do anything to help your bones whatsoever. You still have full range of movement, you know what I mean? Looks more, maybe it's just a nasty infected burn and covers it up. What happened? It froze up. Come on now. Come on, Lee. Come on, Lee. Come on. Uh. Come on. Come on. Maybe this is where we. Uh, maybe this is where we end it. Hands. <laughs> Enhance. 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 Oh. oh, nice maneuver by Ace as he caught Mr. Wonderful coming in with a full head of steam. Brought that knee up at the last split second. Technical difficulties are on the very first segment of unsolicited opinions. There we go. That's all right. There we we're, go. Whoa. We're going to cut all that stuff out. Yeah. Any sounder in the world than Cowboy Bob Orton. Probably one of the reasons why Cowboy Bebop Barton. <laughs> Look at this. Oh, clothesline. Right on the top rope. And I can feel, I can sense it. Gorilla, I can feel that 50,000 might be slipping between Heenan's fingers right here. A couple more moves like that could do it. This match a long way from being over, Mr. Wonderful. A long way from being out. Is it? Is it a long way from being over, Gorilla? I think. Oh. Orton relentless once he gets the upper hand. Come on, Rusty guys in the corner, get him out of there. Gorilla, you know what else Orton possesses that could win him fifty thousand dollars from Heenan, the super player. Oh shit, that's the that's the famous referee in there for this one, Earl Hebner. He's like the one that's that everybody remembers. Oh, that'll give you some extra leverage right there. He pulled his ass out on pay-per-view. It's kind of a bitch move, Mr. Wonderful. You're just going to pull the guy's tights? You try to break a broken guy's arm, too. I'm saying, man. Yeah. Well, look at him. He's choking him. He's choking him with that arm right now. Look how broken that arm is. That's in every match. You grab a headlock and you talk about what's going to happen. Now, now he did that so he can cover his mouth so he can talk, and you don't see it. And they'll be, they'll be, they talk to the referee, and then the referee tells the other guy too. That's how, that's how they'll do it sometimes. He's like, hold my hand, Rev. Okay, don't. Sort of taking stock, giving Wait, hold on. <laughs> <laughs> okay, don't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Warndorf doesn't want to 
doesn't want to stay in this hole too long. I'd be like, yeah, I don't want to be down here anymore. Fucking reeks. Final match. Yeah. Oh shit. There's like people in the the front row that are taking it like super serious. Like, look at their faces. <laughs> that one guy in the blue shirt. Oh, no, you're gonna get. We're gonna get another satchel injury. Oh. Come on, John C. Riley. You can do Chris it. Wrestling's taught me that you always want to stomp your foot when you punch somebody. <laughs> yeah, it's true. It's, it's the greater effect. It makes it sound and look like it hurts more. It does not make it hurt more, though. Oh, you got the stomping power in your punch. That's a common misconception. It does not actually make it hurt more. I'll make the ground quake. It's like psychological warfare, you know? Look at that. Look at that. Pivot stomp. It would be cool if they made, like, punching sound effects, too, with, like, their mouths when they hit somebody. <laughs> it would be cool if they, like, had... Only artists in the back that were like doing it on a separate microphone. With their mouth. It's just coming through our speakers. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> 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 that would be so sick. So Joe Rogan was oh. talking the other day about like he's got how He's got a weapon in here. He was talking on the, when the last fight campaign oh. he just did about like how he wishes that there was like another mic. So where like they just had like live sounds on the mic, but no announcers or anything, like a separate mic. Uh huh. That way he could do like the fight companion over just like the fight sounds and actually like talk while you could hear the fight going on and shit, you know. And like, I think that's a smart idea. I think he should like work out some type of deal, you know, where like he could get a separate mic put in all the live events. From the ones that he's not there, you know, and like partner with the UFC on it or some shit. That'd be dope. That'd be super sick. Imagine if they do that, you know, like if a lot of places started doing that in general, like sporting events or like football or baseball or anything, you know, just like live mics with nobody talking on them, just game sounds. Yeah, and you could just watch it without hearing all the bullshit. Yeah. That'd be super dope. The winner of this match, as a result of a disqualification, Mr. Wonderful Paul Orndorff. Yeah, you cheat the whole match and then win by disqualification. I hope you feel good about that, dickhead. What is he doing here, Jess? He's adjusting the cast, so what? Yeah, exactly. Bobby got twisted around after all the punishment that Orndorff gave him. He's adjusting the cast, so what? see him grab anything. Uh, <laughs> what, so he's allowed to have the cast on, but then he can't hit him with the cast? I think he had some sort of foreign object inside the cast. I didn't. Did you see it? Uh, I didn't see it. Okay, then. I saw it. I saw him turn the cast around. I saw him feel in there to make sure he had the right spot with the metal bar. The cast because it had come out of place. <laughs> okay. Okay, Jesse Ventura. <laughs> 
recount what we have here. The winners, all the winners of the special round, elimination round. tournament. I might add a, a few surprises here. Let's uh, take a look at the board now. Well, I think in that first match, Corporal Carsten was so enthusiastic. Shut up, crowd. He's an experienced show through. And I think Adonis was a little Shut lucky there. <laughs> Dynamite kid. Well, what a surprise. I can only say a fantastic surprise. I was delighted. Um, Ivan Pusky and Savage. I thought that Pusky should really have won that match. He was the Polish macho man himself. Somehow or other, Savage managed to bring that off. Then this was a fantastic <laughs> match. Steamboat and I'm just Damian laughing. Look at I like that he's just breaking down the whole tournament for easily. us. But Steamboat has a little more experience, and uh, he, he won then. The rest of them, of course, are, well, Junkyard Dog, I think, was a surprise. Definitely spot. What a surprise there. Wasn't that amazing? Oh, <laughs> absolutely <laughs> incredible. <laughs> and it's good that he's doing this, because well, I feel I like we've probably done a poor job narrating what's anyway. actually going <laughs> on for those <laughs> listening. So just pay attention <laughs> to this English gentleman. Good call. All this just to fight the Hulks. Sensational matchup. We moved to 15 minutes on the time limit, by the way. From there, the next round, we'll see... The Macho Man, Randy Savage, here in the second block against Ricky Steamboat. That's the main event in any arena in the world. So whoever wins there, this whole bracket system doesn't win. They win the chance to fight Hulk Hogan. And no, they don't even get that. that. They just win $50,000. Roddy Roddy Piper and fights Hulk Hogan. Match, Tito Santana to meet Mr. Wonderful Paul Orndorff. A comment on that, Alfred. Oh, well, I'm going to plug here for... Did you know about robbed. the secret Netflix codes? I was robbed. I heard that about them. It was a display of arrogance on yeah, the part of the referee sick. and on the part yeah. of the WWE. The secret Netflix that's codes exactly are the shit. Doesn't anybody know? That's exactly what it was. Doesn't anybody know? Doesn't somebody want to realize that I can beat Hogan? That I can beat the Junkyard Dog? And I have. I can beat Orndorff. And I should be in that ring right now. I ought to slap you, you big eyed jerk. Let's go to <laughs> I should slap Let's you. Let's go to Gorilla they did it to me, you idiot! Right now, <laughs> wrestling fans. I'm saying Terry Funk is the MVP on the show, in my opinion. I'll slap you, you big guy jerk. Is scheduled for one fall with a 15-minute time limit. All right, what do you think? This seems like a good time to good time to end it. Pick it up yeah, next time. Fun. That way, we'll start at the start at the beginning of the new bracket. Second round, yeah, yeah, let's do it. Fuck yeah, man. This is way dope. I'm excited. I'm excited to see what's going to happen. Word up. I mean, I already know that somebody's going to win $50,000 and then... It's going to be not like Guess That Team Song. It's going to actually win. <laughs> it's going to be much not like that. I bet you they didn't get anything close to $50,000 for fucking winning this shit. No. It's like, uh, it's like the price is right. Monopoly money. Like how when you go on the prices right and then they uh you get like some sort of audience come down, play some game, boom, 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 win like the quick money. You know how Bob Barker will like hand you like twenty bucks, forty bucks, sixty bucks if you like do something? You have to give that back when they go to commercial break. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. You straight have to you straight have to give it back. It's nuts. Yeah, that's, that's silly. Crazy. Mm-hmm. So 
You never know what happened, but we'll get to the bottom of it. Natural Habitat Recordings.